changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Thoughtful Thursday, and I want to talk dogs. Because what makes people happier than a dog, right? And even when you think you're the one saving a dog, when you get him or her from the shelter or a rescue organization, it always turns out the other way. The dog saves you. Dawn has talked about that in her story called The Gift of Life, which was published in Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Dog's Life. Dawn says that she and her friend Laura went to a meet-your-best-friend adoption event on a cold, rainy day in Michigan. Laura was hoping to find a big, slobbery St. Bernard. She had hoped for months to find one. Dawn wasn't there to adopt. She was just helping her friend Laura look for that elusive St. Bernard. So Dawn wasn't emotionally invested. She already had a dog at home. They looked in every tent and in every crate, but they couldn't find a St. Bernard. But in the last row of crates, almost all of them empty now because most of the dogs had been adopted, they found one unwanted older dog. She seemed to be a black lab and golden retriever mix. She was beautiful, and she looked happy, and she was wagging her tail. Her name was Abby, and because she was a senior dog, she needed to go to a home that didn't have young children, and one where her new owner wouldn't mind paying what might be some pretty hefty medical bills. The people who had given her up to the shelter had a new baby, and they didn't want a senior dog in the house. And no one else wanted Abby either. She was scheduled to be euthanized the next day if no one took her at the adoption event. So, of course, Dawn took her. She didn't know how she was going to explain this to her roommate, and more importantly, whether this new dog would get along with the dog she already had. She decided to ease into it. She told her roommate she was dog-sitting for a friend for a week. The week passed, and her roommate figured it out. Then Dawn actually found somebody to take Abby, but that person backed out. And now Abby wasn't looking so good. It turned out she had kennel cough, she had labored breathing, and her eyes and nose were oozing a thick green discharge. It took several weeks of quarantine and heavy medication to get her back in decent shape again. But at least she was getting along with Don's first dog. And Don's roommate accepted the new dog, too. So they had peace. And then two and a half years passed and everything was fine until Don's first dog, a 15-year-old Afghan hound, died from congestive heart failure. Dawn was in deep mourning. She said she was on autopilot for months. All she did was work, go home, eat, sleep, and remember to feed Abby. She wasn't at all herself while she grieved for her first dog. After a while, though, she decided to move into a new home, and she decided to have a small housewarming party. It seemed like a good idea to have some people over to help her get over the loss of her dog. She had a great time And the next day, she was happy she had done it as she cleaned up. The last thing she did was to turn on the self-cleaning oven in her new house and go to bed. Dawn said she was happy for the first time in months, and she slept really well that night. In fact, so deeply that she was oblivious to the screaming smoke detector in the kitchen at 1.30 in the morning. But Abby, her senior dog, 
did hear it. Unfortunately, though, she was two closed doors away. She frantically tried to alert Dawn to the smoke that filled the kitchen. Abby managed to get one door open by pawing at the handle, and then she managed to get the second door open by pawing at the handle, and she made it into Dawn's bedroom and woke her up, barking by the side of the bed. Dawn woke up to discover that there was already thick black smoke filling the top three feet of the air in her bedroom. She crawled into the kitchen, staying below the level of the smoke. She shut off that oven, and she opened all the windows and doors to get the smoke out. She says, and I quote here, Until that night, I always believed that I was Abby's hero. I had often wondered what had worked to soften my heart that day. Abby did more than save me that night. She restored my faith in a higher power way beyond my self-centered, fast-paced life. Quietly, on four furry, padded feet, in the middle of my darkest hour, she lovingly returned the gift of life. Now, we hear this all the time at Chicken Soup for the Soul, about people reluctantly adopting unwanted dogs from shelters and then having the dogs save their lives. We make a good partnership dogs and humans. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. By the way, if you want to receive a free story from us every day via email, you can just go to the chickensoup.com website, scroll down the homepage, and click on newsletters. You'll see all our offerings. There's even one that focuses on pets. Now come back tomorrow for Friend Friday. We're going to talk to Dr. Carolyn Roy Bornstein about traumatic brain injuries, which occur in millions of Americans every year in the civilian population, not even counting the ones that occur to the military.